1: Today, we are discussing community colleges and all the opportunities they provide. We are fortunate to have Alex Gariba, who is the Dean of Community Outreach and Enrollment and Student Engagement at City College of San Francisco. He has worked over 10 years at community colleges, both at City College and the College of San Mateo. At City College of San Francisco, Office of Outreach Services, Alex has a team that provides comprehensive college readiness services to prospective students, high school and middle school students, K-12 faculty members, staff administrators from both public and private sectors, and community-based organization. Welcome to the show, Alex. And oh my God, that list is massive of everyone that you support out there. Thank you for everything you do. My God.
2: Oh, it's, uh, it's our, our pleasure. So thank you, Anna Maria, for for having me on, on today. And uh for letting me talk about the California Community College system.
1: Yeah. So just for people, because sometimes there's so many different names—JCs, community colleges. Can you uh, let our listeners know what a community college is, and how many are them about nationwide and in our state in California?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a community college um, generally is an institution where that's open to all students um, and. Students have the opportunity to complete um, some edu- several educational goals. Uh, one of our most popular educational goals for students coming in is uh, transfer to a university so students can um, complete their lower division requirements and major preparation at a community college, save money and get priority or guaranteed admission uh, and transfer to a university we also have uh, students that love to pursue career and technical education and training in fact the community colleges train um, over 70 percent of first responders uh, police officers firefighters emergency medical technicians uh, registered nurses Um, so we have some great career technical programs as well ranging from uh, those that I mentioned, as well as culinary arts, automotive technology, construction, um, you name it. Um, uh, if you can think of it, I'm sure one of the community colleges in the state offers that. Um, so there, uh, And then um, there are students who are, are looking to pursue certifications. Um, some are, are lifelong learners. Um, and along the way, some will pursue degrees or certificates um but there are over uh, 1400 community colleges nationwide in California we now have 115 community colleges uh, we just uh, added a 115th community college this year it's a completely online community college
1: so the community college community not only has been innovative with you know with this new online community college but there seems to be an opportunity for everyone whether it's for vocation or for advancing their education so there's seems to be a little bit of everything out there so since it's so comprehensive how accessible are community colleges to the community
2: yeah they're they're extremely accessible and i did forget to mention some of the local or some of the community colleges are now uh, offering bachelor degree programs actually in fields that um, they don't have them in at CSU's, California State Universities or UC's University of California campuses. But um, to answer your question about accessibility, uh, uh, community colleges really are the most accessible segment of higher education because we don't turn students away. So we really accept the top 100% of every graduating high school class and we'll take students uh, at every point in their life. So. Um, you know, we we do, I think someone here at City College had shared that we have students that are around 14 years old, and we also have students who are in their 90s as well, and everything in between. So that's really the beauty of community college, is that um, it is about as diverse as it can get in higher education as far as age and life experience. But uh, as long as a student is 18 or older, we will accept them. If they're under 18, if they have a high school diploma or equivalent or if they're doing um, dual enrollment or concurrent enrollment um, they can enroll so uh, the the community part of community college really does ring true
1: Yeah, it sounds so inclusive and you mentioned about dual enrollment and concurrent enrollment uh, could you explain what that is and so that our high schoolers or their parents can understand um, how they could gain access of this opportunity before they graduate from high school?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, so this is a fantastic, op- concurrent enrollment or dual enrollment are great opportunities for uh, students while in high school to earn uh, college credit while they're in high school uh, at a local community college. And the best part about it is that there are no enrollment fees associated with that for high school students. So, Normally, it's $46 per unit for students to take classes at a community college. Those fees are waived um, completely for concurrent enrollment and dual enrollment students. Um, you know, depending on the high school, students may be able to get uh, credit towards graduation and also earn transfer credit or associate degree credit um, at the community college. Um, there there are a number of initiatives that are are coming down the pipeline with high school students. So we're seeing a lot more uh, programs specifically for high school students and sometimes um, classes are even uh, embedded at high schools during the day uh, where community college instructors are actually teaching at some high school sites. So I think that's that's really exciting and, and really expanding uh, as well. But a real great opportunity for students to earn units or work towards a major or pathway while they're in high school.
1: So it's free for these kids, and yes. then they could get ahead in college, or if they're at a certain high school, they could get a dual enrollment. And some of the high schools even have the professors teaching at the class. Um, yeah. That sounds like an amazing opportunity. And that's at all the community colleges?
2: Yes, it's, it's all community colleges. Different community colleges may have different local rules, but for the most part, um, now I think we're seeing more community colleges open to taking high school students uh, of all age groups from nine through twelve um in the past we we saw that some might have really focused on juniors and seniors taking classes but you know as uh, as long as um students are mature enough and ready they can certainly take advantage of that the other thing that some students um may may do is also take advantage of maybe credit recovery or mm. uh, remediate too so maybe they they didn't do as well in their high school class Um, there's certainly that opportunity, too. So there's one side of looking at it where it can really be attractive to universities and colleges because a student is going above and beyond um, by pursuing community college coursework, which is equivalent to uh, lower-division undergraduate coursework. Um, But there's also situations where sometimes maybe life happens to a student and they need to make up some credits or units um, we're able to support that as well.
1: And that's really important to know because, and there's so many different options. So if one community college in one county doesn't offer a class, you go to another community college. And if you're busy, let's say you decide to recover that that grade over the summer, I mean, you have a busy schedule that student has an option, to, because some of the community college offer those classes online. But just like you say, you have to be responsible. You have to be disciplined because don't you treat those students like adult college students?
2: Yes, absolutely. So um, in most cases, the instructor doesn't know that they, the students are, are high school students, especially in concurrent enrollment cases and um you know, the other thing is that um, w- whatever the student takes will be on their permanent college transcript as well. So that's kind of the disclaimer. But for the most part, um, student high school students tend to do pretty well by taking these college classes.
1: Yeah, and it's been a great opportunity. I've been fortunate for some students. Like I had some students who are not great test takers. And they just wanted this opportunity. And they, at the end of their high school career, they finished a semester or a year of, of college credit that were able to transfer into um, a, like either a UC or CSU. And it helped them get such a big leg up but it's, it's not for everybody, but it, there is a lot of different opportunities, right? Because some classes I've had students take like American Sign Language, um, Ethnic Studies, Film Studies. Are, is there any classes you want to highlight? Because I don't think high school students especially understand the variety of different classes that are out there at the community colleges.
2: Yeah, um, there there are a lot. So I, I you know I can't really recommend specific ones just because it's really up to the student as far as what they're eligible for, what they're interested in, what their major may be. But pretty much everything is is open to students. I know at City College we do have a restriction on physical education classes, right. but that's just a, a local requirement. But for the most part, and students who are eligible either through um, previous coursework they've taken or if, if they do want to do an assessment test if necessary or if they choose to, um, they can take things like physics or chemistry or photography or American Sign Language, um, chemistry. These are all, um, extremely popular classes uh, amongst our high school students, but I, I guess if I was to recommend, uh, a course, I might recommend, um, like a college success class for um, high school students as well, just because I feel like those courses can can really uh, set a good foundation for students as they go to college, whether they're going to community college after they finish high school or uh, if they're going to a university after. I feel like the college success classes are, are really helpful in, helping with time management and study skills and understanding major and career pathways. Uh, and a lot of times in education, at least in my education, I was never really taught how to be a student um, So, uh, and how to master uh, good study habits and time management and um, understanding my personality type and things like that. Um, And when I was an instructor and counselor, I often taught those classes for students who maybe didn't do so well. And the feedback that I had gotten from a lot of students is, wow, I really wish I had taken this class at the beginning of my college career. And then I might not have been in this particular situation. But they're great classes. Um, They transfer to all CSUs, Cal State Universities and um, so oftentimes our classes in the community college for these college success courses are also UC transferable so if a student can find time that's a great uh, concurrent enrollment class just to so that students don't really feel the the kind of culture shock that they get as they transition to to college but I think any class uh, where they can just get that college experience and in a classroom with adults um, or even other high school students and experience it really will make the transition from high school to college a lot easier and not as as shocking.
1: No, and that College Access class is a great recommendation. I I never met anyone who regretted taking it, um, whether when I taught it at Skyline College or for all my high school students. And it's always nice that it's also transferable, so that's a nice plus as, as well, too. So since there's so many opportunities like certificate programs, associate degrees, um it sounds that as there's so many opportunities, it can also be kind of complicated if a student decides to go and transfer from a community college into a four-year institution. So can you let our students know like how they can figure that out um you know in that maze called the college process?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think um there there are a lot of great tools out there for students um, to utilize. So um, depending on where they want to go, and students have a lot of different options for transfer. Of course, there's some more traditional routes like going to a Cal State University or a UC, but um, several community college students do uh, in California actually do transfer to private universities. They go to out-of-state schools. Um, I've even heard of students going to school internationally uh, as an option. So um, what's really important, I think, is to meet regularly with an academic counselor um, throughout one's time in community college um, to really plan through the process. But some useful tools that have been useful for many years, uh, assist.org is a great tool for helping students kind of navigate the general education, but also um, enables them to look at specific major preparation from a California community college to a University of California or uh, a Cal State University system. Um, There are also things like, um, like the general education for the CSU. Um, that are available um, at all counseling centers and most, most uh, of the websites of the community colleges specifically and how each class whether it be um, you know, social science or, or humanities or, or physical science or English will count for general education. There's also the intersegmental general education transfer curriculum which is something that works for, um, for students that want to keep their options open. That's something I did when I was a community college student. Um, I wasn't sure that if I wanted to go to a UC or CSU or a private, so I pursued the, uh, the IGETC. Now there's um, an intersegmental general education transfer curriculum for STEM majors as well. Um, there are also associate transfer degrees um so really following um following finding out what one's goal is but um a lot of these pathways whether it's the general education or even more specifically the associate transfer degrees can really lead a student towards uh, the correct path to transfer but the most helpful thing really will be consultation regularly at least once or twice a semester with an academic counselor so that there's no confusion and that students are not taking courses that are unnecessary, or even like in my case when I was in school, I I thought a a class a history class would count for two things and it didn't, uh, so I had to come back in the summer in order to transfer to UC Berkeley. So you don't want to um, self advise as a student. Really consult with the. Uh, the professionals because they're getting all the updates and trainings from the universities about what's required uh, and also getting direction from the state chancellor's office about the latest and greatest in updates.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important advice because I remember speaking to a veteran teacher. She was talking about the importance the uh, skills a student needs to go to community college is being determined, efficient, and the key word is organized. Because it could be um, complicated, but they don't have to do that by themselves. So at any community college, they could schedule a counseling appointment, and understand, like, what is this I See, I hear there's a transfer agreement. And that's great. They refer to that as And also, too, um, there has been more transfer agreement guarantees. There's been some for a while for the UC system. And then you guys have built up relationship with historical black colleges, the HPCUs as well. But now there's also guarantee for some students to go transfer into Private California schools. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, now that they're in around 2012, um, we started uh, developing these associate transfer degrees, uh, Associate of Arts, Associate of Science, uh, for transfer specifically. Uh, and that uh, kind of, it, they call it a degree with a guarantee at the state chancellor's office. And um, those actually created um, even additional priority so historically community California Community College students who completed their major preparation and uh, general education um, reaching 60 transferable units would get priority admission to all UC's and CSU's they would be priority number one for admission but um, they've actually taken it to another level with these associate transfer degrees so Um, The CSU's were the first to sign on uh, to these associate transfer degrees, um, giving students a GPA bump, uh, also ensuring that they would go directly into upper division coursework, uh, priority registration. So that was a real win for students in the community college system, the associate transfer degrees. And now private universities are accepting them. Schools like Mills and Pepperdine, for example, are accepting these associate degree for transfers to give uh, California Community College students uh, priority admission uh, as well. Yeah. and the, the UC system too is uh, making space for eligible students and they've actually uh, made a commitment to accept uh, more more uh, California Community College students Uh, by creating this memorandum of understanding with the California community college system. So I believe uh, it's it's about a 20% increase in California community college admission over the last four years.
1: Yeah, so there's this really new direction, dedication to the California educational plan, right? Because if you're a high school student who doesn't get admitted to some schools for whatever reason, you you may even have a better pathway going through the community college to gain access to some of a lot of variety of different schools and with that associate degree um, transfer guarantee program they'll get an associate degree so they'll have even a a higher leg up because they'll get an associate degree already then go into a four-year university and then have a bachelor's degree and associate degree is that correct
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's correct, and I, I think that um, that that's really something that's important for for students to think about. And I, I can certainly attest to that. Again, I've been working in the community college system for over twelve years, but before that, I was a student in the community college system, and um, it, at the time, I, I, I was wondering, you know, what well, what what is this going to lead to? But it ended up being one of the, the best decisions I ever made. Um, at the time, I didn't think so or no, um, but it really opened up a lot of doors for me. And uh, I ended up getting into UC Berkeley after finishing my time at community college. So, um, a lot of times, students will sometimes uh, feel peer pressure from um, peers or their family members or friends. and um, I think that's unfortunate sometimes because students may settle for maybe their second, third, fourth, fifth choice university when they can come to a community college uh, and get some great support, um, have that priority admission and still have their uh, top choice university there on the table and you know, I've worked with a number of students.
0: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: ...where that's been the case and they've been able to transfer to UC Berkeley or transfer to an Ivy League school or, or UCLA or UC San Diego or University of Southern California, um, all as examples where, where students transfer to from our California community colleges.
1: No, it's it's really important. It hits home because my sister, you, you know, who was first gen, she was so undecided about her major, and she knew she did not know all the different colleges out there, and she really wanted to go to college best fit. So she decided to go to City College of San Francisco to explore all her options and opportunities, and she found her second home at UC Davis. And a lot of people forget, if you transfer into – you know, a four-year university, your degree looks no different than anybody else. Um, And for her, she was able to expand all her other different experiences and found that second home, but she needed that extra time of exploration through a community college. And so City College of San Francisco was a great opportunity for her.
2: That's great to hear. Yeah, and, and that's absolutely true that it is a lot of times a second home for students. In fact, uh, Oftentimes we'll get what are called reverse transfers where students will uh, start out at a university and for whatever reason it's not a good fit or it doesn't work out and um, they'll come to community college and try a new path. So we recently, uh, one of our our student ambassadors here at City College of San Francisco was actually uh, a student in Canada uh, but graduated from a San Francisco high school and and uh, went on after high school to go to this university in Canada. It didn't work out for the student there, and they came back to City Colleges San Francisco, um, did really well academically, buckled down, but also got involved with uh, clubs and organizations and worked as a student ambassador and now that student is in their senior year at UC Berkeley right now.
1: Yeah, and there's so many stories about that. I've, we've had Dreamer students who wanted to get more access and more opportunity, so they have chose a community college, you know, getting into the UC system. I know so many students who got into four-year colleges but couldn't get into the nursing program realized after getting their bachelor's degree, I really want to be a nurse, and then went to City College to get their RN degree. And I remember when my dad had chemotherapy, he had um, two nurses, one from John Hopkins University, and one who was a graduate from City College of San Francisco, who only got um, her RN degree over there. And they did the exact same work, exact same title, exact same position. And so a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of those different stories. And that's why it's great where you could be coming in as a high school student or coming in as an old person like me um, at any time of interest and even take some non-credit classes if you're just interested in um, building up your skills. Isn't that correct as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we do definitely do that and for, you know, the parents and and guardians listening out there too, uh, and grandparents and stuff, the 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 college is not just uh for young people or high school students, but it is a community college, so if if folks want to come back or or take non-credit classes which always are free and always uh will be free. Um, they can certainly do that in English as a second language, for example. At City College, we have a very popular non-credit uh, custodial class at our Evans Center yes. uh, that's usually packed on Saturdays, with, and that leads to a, certific- a non-credit certificate and jobs that pay very well. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely um, a, a great option.
1: Yeah, that's why my son's going back to city to get a keyboarding class <laughs> so he knows how to type faster. <laughs> so, so community if there's students out there or even parents or guardians if they're interested in the community college opportunity, how can they begin to explore which program and which community college since there's so much out there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think um certainly um googling or or doing a web search on uh the the state chancellor's office to find uh, what's out there because there are you know different flavors of uh, community colleges and different sizes and different proximities there are also some students that might want to take advantage of community college and get away so we certainly see that here at City College with San Francisco being a destination city that we get students from different parts of the country and state that specifically want to be in San Francisco and study here. On the flip side, there are um, some students who are able to to, um, go to other parts of California to do that. I know uh, when I was working in San Mateo County in the San Mateo Community College District, some of the high school students would go to uh, Santa Barbara City College or move down to Southern California to go to Santa Monica. So that's the beauty of it is that it's not restricted necessarily by where you live, like public high school districts might be, but actually, if you're if you live in California, you you have access to all 115 of our community colleges, and as many of us grow on, with online programs, you know you can, you you really have access to so many. But um, I think the the web website is a, a great start um, for folks but i would highly encourage also um taking the time to go on a campus tour or visit because that's how how one can really find out if if it's the right fit for you you can get uh, access to the facilities you can see if housing is available at those particular community colleges um and also just kind of get get a feel for asking students on that campus how they like it and What are the pluses and deltas or pros and cons of their uh, experience? But um, I I think that the websites are are a really good place to start. I also think that um, because there's no cost to applying and things like that, that it's good to... Um, Just like uh, we advise and recommend that students apply widely for university admission, I think it's fair and and great to apply widely for community colleges just because you you don't have to commit financially to an application fee, and you can decide once it's time to enroll where you want to go and research that. But I, I think the websites are great, and uh, I think I can speak for most community colleges that they're wel- well, more than uh, happy to send over any material that you'd like if, if um, the website isn't giving you all the information you like. But the California Community College Chancellor's Office has a lot of updates about kind of new initiatives like, for example, um, the first year of community college for full-time recent high school grads is going to be free. Um, at all community colleges because of AB nineteen, so that's a really exciting thing. Um,
1: yeah, can you explain that a little bit more to our listeners who may not be familiar with that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, actually, for for students who um, are graduating high school or recent high school grads, um, they if they choose to go to community college full time they're able to get their first year of community college uh, with their enrollment fees waived. So tuition-free first year. So a lot of people associate City College with uh, our free tuition program, our free city program, which is really wonderful. Well, um, high school students in California actually can take advantage of that uh, if they go full-time, and and by going full-time, students also will open up a lot of doors uh, regarding financial aid and support uh for the other expenses that come up like um books which you know we we our enrollment fees and uh, tuition if you will uh are a lot less than the universities but our books are oftentimes the same so they're going to cost cost the same amount as as you would find at San Francisco State or or UC Davis for example but um, yeah the, um, co- the college promise is what it's called and um, any um, seniors out there um, if you're looking for extra incentive it's already very affordable to go to community college but um, this program gives students even more incentive because if you're full time for your first year um, you get to go uh, for free the other great thing is a lot of our um, our community colleges at least here in the Bay Area are offering um, promise scholarship programs specifically for high school students so these are usually local Um, so here in San Francisco we offer uh, we offered last summer for um, about 25 um, local high school graduates um, a scholarship for $10,000 over two years Um, to uh, attend City College of San Francisco. So there are certain requirements that they do have to be full-time and have a certain GPA, but um, that's a wonderful scholarship that's available at City College. And I know in the San Mateo district and other districts, they are also offering Foundation Promise programs where they place students in a a cohort model or or a learning community with other students.
1: That's... Too many amazing news. So to help our listeners to find that for Bay Area community colleges, what is the key where they need to put in there for the California Promise Scholarship Program? What, what is that? Is that what they should put in?
2: Yeah, and it, it can get pretty confusing. All the jargon can get really confusing because... Um things like the um there's the the college promise, which is the first year of tuition free education for recent high school grads.
1: and that's for all community colleges in California. Yes, fantastic.
2: And then there's also um foundation promise programs which we have at city or or um, promise scholarships, if you will. So, um that might be something that one might want to to research um, that's additional funding beyond just waiving the the enrollment fees for eligible students it and oftentimes does require a certain GPA depending on the school and the um, folks that are funding that scholarship but those are certainly things to consider um, for students and um, Also, um, at City College for all San Francisco residents, um, they they have waived uh, enrollment fees through our free city program
1: yeah and i think the best advice as you mentioned is to do the research you know um if if you're not sure which community college they could go to the and yes it's 4 edu, if you want to explore all the california community colleges and they highlight famous people like amy tan um, who went to san jose city college and then also to do the tour and i think also if there's questions Um, about access or opportunities to go to the outreach office or if there's like, wait, I heard about there's some funding. Because I remember when my husband went to um, Santa Rosa Community College, which he felt looked like an Ivy League school, and he knows what that is because I dragged him on all my college tours with me. And, you know, it was because of the financial aid office and the outreach office that they told him that he was eligible uh, for Native American tribal grants. So he got free tuition at community college, free tuition in four years. So he got all his education free because of a community college person who reached out and did the research for him. And he never got that exposure um, before, um, And but he did at a community college. So do to the tours. I think a lot of people don't realize that there are traditional tours like at any other four-year schools all the community colleges have that and for counselors to definitely ask for materials because I remember Alex when you gave to our office all those flyers for the California Promise we were like showing it to all the different students and that's why it's great advice that every kid should consider having a community college on their list um, and whether it's their first choice or whatever choice but it's, it's a great likely school because it gives you likely options that are limitless for their future later on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think it like they can start with us and go anywhere. And um, there are so many great ones. Uh, I, they're they're all great, and it, it's just a matter of what is the best fit for the the student as far as the major, the programs, even the, the proximity from home. These are all things to consider. But um, we all offer great things for students, and um, we have some slight differences. So there, you know, there are large community colleges like. City College of San Francisco or there might be um, medium community colleges um, like College of Marin or or Foothill College and then smaller ones like Kenyatta College so it's just a matter of, of what students are looking for and obviously you know there are suburban schools, rural schools and large urban schools like ours
1: so. yeah and there's so many great success stories because when we have our students who chose the school that felt right for them because like you said every community college has different vibes they had the best success and it was easier for them because they got so motivated because they felt at home to transfer even out you know quicker than some of their other counterparts who just picked a, just the first community college they thought of or they didn't really take the time to research it um, so Talking about community colleges and researching them, since you do work at City College of San Francisco, can you give any highlights for our listeners uh, about your campus?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously, the the free city college program um, is, is really exciting for us, and and um, that's been extended. Uh, we we're really lucky to uh, actually have it uh, be offered for summer next year. It was not offered. Um, for su- last summer, summer twenty eighteen, but um, students who are interested can take advantage of uh, the free city college program um, through summer of twenty nineteen. Um, we we're we've also um, got uh, some great events for high school students and and youth. So. Um, local students can take advantage of uh, priority registration. So, seniors out there, or if counselors and, and parents and guardians are listening, um, then definitely uh, encourage students to to pursue uh, programs like uh, priority registration programs. Um, at City College, we also are offering um, all-in-one days uh, at times that are convenient for uh, high school students as well. So. Um, we like to offer them on Wednesday evenings and Saturdays during the day and these are opportunities where um, students are able to um, complete assessment, they're able to complete the required college orientation and meet with an academic counselor. Um, another exciting thing not just at City College but all community colleges is really the expansion of uh, multiple measures in terms of placement. So uh into college uh classes in math and english or english as a second language. So um we're uh able to um at City College we've been doing this for years looking at at multiple uh measures not just a placement test, but um it's important for counselors to know, for students to know, for parents and guardians to know that um that it's not just a placement test that can, that will place a student in, in their classes, though they always have the option uh, of, of doing that if it will improve their placement. But we will certainly look at things like SAT scores, ACT scores, and grades, and, and really um, try to place students uh, at the highest level possible. Um, and, that way, um, and that's a lot different from when I was in community college. And I, I can understand where it could get frustrating if one had to do all these prerequisites, but we've actually found with this new new method of placement uh, that actually students do very well with it uh, and and have been very successful they've been doing it uh, at long beach and and other community colleges as well so that's kind of something um, to to keep an eye out on and then um, actually if if folks get this podcast uh, before Uh, September 14th there will be a a climate action career fair uh, hosted by City College of San Francisco at LinkedIn um, on 2nd Street here in San Francisco Um, and uh, you can certainly find that information on the City College website or the strong workforce website but um, it is really targeting uh, college students and high school students to attend um the Climate Action Career Fair coming up um soon. So right now at City we're we're really just trying to welcome students in. We just started uh classes this week and uh it's still it's still um an opportunity for folks to enroll if they if they want to. Um, but um, we're doing welcome lunches for high school students and new incoming students. But if anyone has questions, CCSF.edu You'll often find us on the college fair circuit, but also the community circuit at events like Sunday Streets um, or or out in your community locally.
1: Great. Right. And then are you guys present in social media as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So our um, official CCSF Instagram is at officialccsf. We're on Twitter. Uh, our Our CCSF Facebook has over... 26,000 followers, um, but you can also, um, follow, um, our outreach, uh, Instagram. So, um, that's, uh, CCSF underscore outreach. Uh, and you can follow us for upcoming events or where we'll be. Um, you can find us at, at NACAC college fairs and, and, local college fairs. So college fair season is coming September and October, Uh, And I can promise you that that you'll definitely find City College out there at at some of those local college fairs like ceremony and things like that.
1: Yeah, and you are killing it on your Instagram because all the different organizations showing the career opportunities – the tutoring services, you know, helping kids to transfer. It just shows that you guys are just not sleeping over there whatsoever. So thank you, Alex, for always making sure there is access for all students, whether they're yeah. high school age or even old like me, and always providing so much to the community.
2: No, no, it's my pleasure. There's always something here at the community college. And again, I, I don't want to forget about the the other side of it, like the intercollegiate athletics that are great. So uh, the study abroad programs, the student life uh so I know we talked a lot about the uh the academic uh side of it and stuff, but um there's also a lot of fun to be had students can get jobs on campus, but it's a really exciting time for the community college system and a really exciting time for city colleges we're we're continuing to grow. Um, now here too. So if anyone ever needs anything they can check us out ccsf.edu outreach and uh, can always reach out to myself or, or our staff in the outreach office and we're happy to support the high schools with any requests uh, that they have and answer questions for students and parents too. So really appreciate the time.
1: No, not fantastic. So remember everybody, if you're a high school kid wants to get ahead or make up for anything, you want to work with recruitment out there, parents or guardians, or if you're just listening to this and you want to just like, I want to go back to school. I want to be a re-entry student. Or you just want to f- uh, find out different activities or how to beef up your resume. Check out City College www.ccsf.edu. Thank you, Alex, for everything you do.
2: Thank you, Anna Maria. Appreciate it. Thank you for all you do. All right. Thanks. Take care.
1: Thank you for listening to College for All. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and learned that college is an opportunity you can reach. Use this information and you can find out even more on our website at college, the number four. All dot com, and you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at College for All AMV. Thank you for listening, and until our next podcast, don't forget, nothing is impossible unless.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry. Oh, a book club.
0: Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.